Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Draymond Green had some scathing remarks for New York Knicks fans. In a recent interview that he conducted with Trey Young, they spoke about becoming the villain. And that's where Draymond Green spoke about New York Knicks fans. We're going to break down his comments and what he meant. We're also going to look at a key medical staffer for the New York Knicks leaving and what that may mean for the New York Knicks roster heading into next season. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. Let's get started. Draymond Green calls out New York Knicks fans in a recent interview that he did with Trey Young. During this interview, he covered a lot of topics with Trey Young, but especially the playoffs. And that's where the series against New York came up. And these were his comments about the New York Knicks fans when speaking about that series with Trey Young. Roll the clip. I feel like where that all was birthed really was the series versus the Knicks. Where everybody in New York Knicks fans are fucking delusional. (laughs) (laughs) And, And miserable. And I love New York, so don't ban me from y'all city. <laughs> but they're hard. They're, they're a hard fan yeah. base. You go in the garden, you hitting the shots, you bowing. Every timely shot you need to make, you make, you're making every play. And what I actually think now, and continuing to watch and continuing to pay attention to it, is you are very much so a showman. But yet that's been flipped and again talking agendas into being this villain i kind of feed off the crowd like if you were listening to the game in the 10 minutes left in the first quarter of game one the whole arena was yelling f trey young like what do you want me to do like i'm just hooping i'm playing i ain't said nothing to the crowd i ain't bowed i ain't say as quiet as f in here i ain't said none of that yet like i just really played off of played off of how they 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 I mean, they guarded me and, and how the fans reacted. Like, I just, I come out playing, trying to win, trying to put on a show. and Well, okay, Draymond. Tell me how you really feel. We're delusional? We're miserable? I appreciate your candid feedback. Because this at least tells me what you at least really feel about the New York Knicks and about the New York Knicks fans. If that's what you really think, that we're delusional, it's not delusional. It's passion. We are passionate about what we love and what we don't like. We love the New York Knicks. We love our team. We rep our team. Whether we lose or whether we win, we're always going to rep the New York Knicks. And we are always going to be the ones that criticize our teams the most. We are always going to be the ones that are heaviest on our players because that's what New York Knicks fans do. But don't get it wrong. It doesn't mean we don't love our players. We love our players, and just because we can do it to our players doesn't mean any other fan base can do it to our players. That's how Nick fans are. We're respectful of our players. Even though we're critical of them, we are critical of them. We don't like other fan bases being critical of our players. Trust me on that. But what I can say here is that the New York Nick fans are passionate. 
We haven't been in the playoffs for such a long time. And if you're speaking about that COVID series against the Hawks, the Knicks hadn't been the playoffs at that point in time for such a long time. And not only that, fans were just starting to be let into the garden again. So you could hear the noise and the passion. So fans wanted to be heard. And obviously at that point in time, fans wanted to scream at the top of their lungs what they felt and what they wanted. And I think that's exactly what Trey Young and Draymond Green were talking about. We're not miserable. We may not like sometimes where the franchise is headed. We may not like decisions that are made. That might make us question what the moves are moving forward. But that doesn't mean that we don't love the fan base, that we don't love the franchise, that we don't love the players. Sometimes we just want to know what's happening. And when we feel like information is not being shared with us, that's when we get angry. And that's when, quote unquote, some people may think we're miserable. But it's not miserable. We just want to know what's going on. And sometimes it may be us just being honest about the fact that we don't like the direction of the franchise. I see a number of different fan bases do this. Not only the Knicks, but it seems like the New York Knicks are the only ones that are vilified for it. And a magnifying glass is pointed on them for feeling this certain way about the team and not liking the direction. There are a number of fan bases that don't like their team's direction. But I don't see the NBA covering them as much as the Knicks. And that's probably because of the market the New York Knicks have. New York is a major market, whether you love it or you hate it. And the New York Knicks are the face of New York. They're the New York team, whether you love it or you hate it. The Brooklyn Nets are whatever, but they're never going to be the New York team. New York's team, whether you hate it or you love it, is always going to be the New York Knicks. I truly think that the New York Knicks fan base is one of the most misunderstood fan bases in the entire NBA. Because a lot of fan bases or other people think, if you're looking at the Knicks and the fans, that we don't like our players, that we don't love our players. It's quite the opposite. We're so passionate. We love each and every player signed. But even the two-way players, like the Nathan Knights of the world, of the Jalen Martins of the world, like we are invested in those type of players. Whether you are a role player, a rookie, an undrafted rookie, if the New York Knicks have signed you to any type of contract and you're part of the Knicks, all New York Knicks fans know who you are. They want to know who you are. They want to know more about you, about your game, and they're actually rooting for you. They want you to make an impact on this team. They hope and pray for each and every player on the Knicks to have some sort of impact because they do want players that they sign or are associated with to have some type of positive impact to the franchise. If you're going to call it what it is, then allow us to call it what it is too. I don't think New York Knicks fans are miserable or delusional. At least not all of us. At least not the majority of us. The majority of us are passionate and want to see winning basketball. And you know what? I don't see any problem with that. A key New York Knicks medical staff member has left the organization. Now, you might know this key staff member because if you wonder where Julius Randle got that meditation thing that he does right before games, it was due to this key staff member who left. According to TheHeavy.com, the New York Knicks lost one of their key members of their medical and performance team who played a crucial role in Julius Randle's rejuvenated form last season that earned him his second All-Star and All-NBA nods. A couple of weeks ago, 
Erwin Benedict Valencia, the Knicks wellness lead, announced that he was leaving the team after nine seasons with the organization. This was the statement that he put out. It is with deep sadness, but immense gratitude that I share I will no longer be a member of the New York Knicks medical and performance staff beginning the 2023-2024 season. This is what Valencia wrote on TheMedium.com. Now, this is important to note because his role for Julius Randle cannot be understated. Before Julius Randle was doing this meditation stuff, he was coming off of one of his worst years as a New York Knick. Now, the numbers would tell you different. The number-wise would tell you it was one of his better years. But if you used your eyes and you watched how he played and his attitude, especially on the court, it hurt not only himself, but his team as well too. And then coming into this season, thanks to Irwin, what he started doing was he started meeting with him before games and doing his meditation. And we saw it a few times and a lot of the announcers noted it and we spoke about it and we saw it. And it was a key for Julius Randle focusing and locking in to start games and to begin games. And you know what? A lot of people credit that to why he started off the season so well and also why he gained that all-star nod and that all-NBA team nod. I think it's worth noting that before he started doing this, he had a lot of attitude problems. And while I'm not saying that his attitude problems are completely cured because clearly you remember the attitude issue that he had and the argument that he had with Emmanuel quickly after the all-star break, of course, the issues are still there. They're not completely gone. But it seems like at the very least, this meditation routine that he does keeps that attitude in check mostly. You could make the argument that Julius Randle wouldn't be the player that he is today if he didn't do that meditation routine and he would probably have as many attitude issues as he used to have if he didn't start that program with Irvin Valencia. So I think it's very, very good and important to credit what he's done for Julius Randle. And it is a loss for the New York Knicks losing him as part of their medical staff. Initially, Randle wasn't sold on the meditation program. But last year, he approached Valencia to do the mindfulness meditation three minutes before each game. And you know what? I think we all can say a big thank you to Valencia for that because I think we all saw how much it helped Julius Randle and his game. Besides the few issues with his attitude that we can identify from last season, you could make the argument that he had one of his best runs in terms of his play and his attitude during last season. Besides those few moments where he lost his cool. So a huge shout out to Erwin Benedict Valencia who created this program for the New York Knicks. Which Julius Randle finds himself in. And it definitely has helped him and his game and definitely his attitude going into last season. And I hope it continues going into this season. He's definitely going to be missed. We thank you for everything that you've done. Whether you're going to retire or go into another team or whatever you're going to do. I wish you the best success and the best luck. And I'm sure a lot of Nick fans would join me in that sentiment. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.